lifestyles are about to change. And uh, so you have a couple more weekends this weekend, I guess, and next weekend. And then everybody gets back in the groove and back in the same order um, that, that we, I guess we are accustomed to. But remember those announcements. And I'm, I'm looking forward to God doing something great for us. I wish I, I, I'm just believing God for a great move of the Holy Ghost in September. I was praying uh, just yesterday in the prayer room, spending some time praying. And I just felt good about God doing good things for us. And uh, I feel like God's got great things in store for us. And I tell you what, if God never does another thing for me in my life, He's been so good to me. He's been so good to me. I cannot complain. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, let's stand for the reading of the Word of the Lord. Philippians chapter number 4. And verse number 13, we want to continue to pray for those who are sick. Let's pray especially for uh, Kenneth Stevens that the Lord would touch him. Uh, He is not doing well. We've been at the hospital all night with him. And um, so we pray that God would touch him. And so if if I make any mistakes or I talk in circles this morning, it's uh, because I I have not had any sleep in the last... um, I guess last 28 hours, I reckon, something like that. But um, let's remember to pray for him and ask the Lord to touch him and uh, move in his body. He had to do emergency surgery this morning, and um, it went okay, but the doctors were not completely satisfied and uh, losing a lot of blood. So let's pray for that. And why don't we, before we get into the word of the Lord, why don't we just take that need to the Lord right now? And ask God to move for that family. God, our faith, our confidence, our trust, and our hope is in you, God. We ask you, Savior, that you would come down in that hospital room. God, touch him. Move in Kenneth's life today. God, touch his heart, touch his soul, touch his body today. God, strengthen the family and we'll give you the praise. We'll give you the glory. And everybody said in Jesus' name. Philippians chapter number 4 and verse number 13. The scripture says, a very familiar passage of scripture, and it says, I can do all things. Why don't everybody read that with me? I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Then we're going to look at Judges chapter number 6 and verse number 12. Judges chapter 6. And verse number 12, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, speaking of Gideon, the angel of the Lord appeared unto Gideon and said unto him, the Lord is with thee. How many would like to hear that from the Lord? The Lord is with thee. The angel of the Lord reassuring him, the Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Thou mighty man of valor. Again, Philippians 4 and 13. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. One more time before you are seated. Put your Bibles down, lift your hands, and lift your voice toward God. And ask God to help us today. Hallelujah. God, we love you today. We praise you today. 
We magnify your wonderful name. We give you praise. We give you glory. I pray, God, that you would anoint your word, anoint your messenger today. Anoint me to obey you to the fullest, God. Anoint your people to hear, to receive, and to respond to your word. Everybody said in Jesus' name. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Lord bless you. You may be seated. I want to uh, talk to you this morning from this scripture, from this, this thought that I have and uh, that I feel like the Lord has placed on my heart for this service. I want to talk to you and I want everybody to look at your neighbor that is sitting beside you and look at them and tell them you are stronger than you think you are. Now, all of you men that are sitting by your wife, why don't you flex your muscles? Man, the shirts and the coats are busting at the seams. You are stronger than you think you are. I have, I have read stories and I, I have, um, read some different, uh, little short stories on people that have accomplished amazing and incredible things by their strength. Some people are, they have accomplished great things by their strength because they have <clears throat> worked out, they have <clears throat> exercised, and they have, they're big and they're just macho men, or I guess today in society there's some macho women in the world too. But... um they they have accomplished things because of that their ability and and because they were just born naturally strong and uh, they have they have uh they have built upon that uh, i heard this <clears throat> this guy was telling this story i don't know if it's true or not but it's kind of comical he said that this boy was in school and he was uh 6 foot 9 and uh, he was in high school, and uh, he had just changed the schools and said he showed up. And the first thing, uh, the basketball coach come to him and said, oh, man, said, you need to join the basketball team. And he said, well, coach, he said, I don't play basketball. He said, I don't care. He said, uh, but I, I've never shot a basketball. He said, well, I don't care. He said, well, I've, I can't dribble a basketball. I've never dribbled a basketball. He said, it doesn't matter. He said, the only thing I can't teach is someone to be six foot nine. And so there's some things that you are just born with that you naturally have that. And uh, it's just an ability. There are some people that are musically inclined. They're just born uh, that way. And uh, they can pretty much play anything that they sit down and try to to play. And it just comes to them naturally. Some people have to work very hard for uh, their talent to show forth. And some people can sing, not ever being taught to sing. And uh, not ever having any kind of lessons in how to control their voice. They were just given a God's God's uh God's gift to them that they are able to do these things but 
then there are other people that are just common, that are just natural, and uh, they have accomplished great things through strength in the time of crisis. Uh, uh, we have we have at our place out there where we live. Have, how many's ever heard of Hank the Cow Dog? You heard of Hank the Cow Dog? Hank the Cow Dog is he is extremely intelligent in his own mind. And uh, he has his sidekick, Drover. Well, we have at our house, we have Belle and Buddy, our Buddy and Belle. And uh, they are a lot like um, Hank and Drover. They are both think that they're a lot smarter than what they really are. Buddy's pretty smart. Belle is an idiot. But anyway, (laughs) so... um, they, uh, and besides that, he gets, he gets Brother Duplessis ducks and he don't like that at all. This morning I come in, got back to the house about, uh, five or so and I pulled up in the driveway, but, uh, Bail, she's just coming out there and she's just trying to figure out, I guess she might have recognized my truck. Well, buddy, he's too lazy to even get up anymore. He just laid on the park, on the, on the porch and growled and barked at me. And uh, he can't hear too good, so I had to holler buddy a couple of times before he realized it was somebody that belonged at the house. But but buddy is older. He's a cocker spaniel. Belle is younger, and she is a, a German shepherd. How many knows that German shepherds are quite a bit bigger than cocker spaniels? They're just naturally that way. And uh, But we got... Buddy was grown, and he was kind of the bull of the woods... And uh, when Belle come to our part of the world, she was just a little bitty puppy. From the very beginning of her stepping on the property, Buddy went out and showed Belle that he could whoop her. And uh, so all through their life, I guess Belle's a year and a half old or so now, and uh, she probably weighs somewhere around 80 pounds or maybe a little more, and Buddy's a little bitty guy, but still to this day, Belle believes that Buddy can whip her. And so when Buddy growls or barks, Belle will lay down on the ground and roll over and Buddy just jumps on top of her and just gives her the what for. Because she has been taught from a young puppy that, that he is in control and he is the one that's the stronger of the two. When really Belle's mouth could pretty much swallow Buddy whole. And, uh, but she just has not figured that out. And so there is, there is a strength there that she really does not know anything about because she's never had to use it, never been in a bad situation where she has to figure out that I'm bigger and stronger than what I give myself credit for. I have, I was reading stories, I, I read a story of, of a, a cyclist that, that went across America and he won this race. And, uh, it was all the way from coast to coast. And he'd done it in a matter of like, uh, now, now when you're doing that just for activity, that trip takes about, about two and a half months or so. And, uh, but he did it in 14 days. Now you figure that up. 
That's a lot of miles. I think it's like uh, somewhere over 3,000 miles that he traveled in that length of time. 16 days, somewhere in there. And it was very little sleep. And uh, he accomplished this. And the most amazing thing about him accomplishing this was that he is 60 years old. But he said that he has trained and he gave credit to different training and different things that he has done. And he has produced a strength that that is incredible for anyone to be able to do that. Number one and number two to be able to do that at his age. I was reading stories about people that have done amazing things by their strength in the midst of crisis. It's called a strength that comes from adrenaline. And I was reading a little bit about this and they say that that really people are naturally stronger than what they think. Now I'm, I'm trying to build a little something here where you'll kind of, uh, it'll help you a little bit. But they say that people are naturally stronger than what they really realize because people don't put out as much as they, as they can because it hurts your body and it causes pain. So pain limits your ability. It's not because you don't have the strength. It's because the pain that you feel tells your brain, hey, that's all you can do, buddy. You're hurting something. It's kind of like after you get old. I said this a kind of, uh, a couple of weeks ago. After you get a little older, that old man's step on the back of a pickup looks a lot better than it used to. And you'll find yourself pulling that thing out of the tailgate, raising the handle, holding onto the handle, and stepping up there instead of just climbing over the back of the truck. Lots of times I jump in the back of the truck and I'm going to jump out and I look at the ground and it looks further than it used to. And I'll get down and just ease out of the back of the truck. Because my brain is telling me, hey, Goofy, if you jump out, there's a sudden stop. And that sudden stop's gonna hurt your feet, it's gonna hurt your knees, and if your knees get a, get away from you, it's gonna hurt something else. But anyway, so, so your brain tells you that, that it hurts, so stop doing it. But they said in the midst of a adrenaline crisis that, that people have been able to lift cars. I read one story where this girl that was 21 years old, Heard a commotion in her garage, comes out of the garage, and her daddy was working on a 528 IBMW, which is a mid-sized car. And he had it up on jacks, and he was up under the car, and the jack fell out from under the car, and the car fell on top of him and was crushing him. This girl, by herself, picked that car up. Long enough for her daddy to crawl out from under it. It is a strength in the time of crisis. It's it's an adrenaline rush because at that moment her brain told her, I've got to save the life of my daddy. It was not telling her to worry about your hands, to worry about your back, to worry about what you think you cannot do. But it was a strength that she did not know that she had. And uh, I read another story about someone practically the same thing that that uh, uh, that they held the car up long enough for someone to prop the jacks back under it. 
So it was almost a minute that they were able to hold a car up. And uh, I, I was reading another story of a, of a man that came up on an accident. And a guy was trapped in a car and could not get out of the car. And he, with his bare hands, he ripped, he ripped the door off of the car. He said he did not realize that he was cutting his hands. He did not realize the pain that he was causing himself because of the adrenaline rush. I, I had, I had something similar happen in my, my life at, at, I was about, I guess I was about 16 years old, 15 or 16 years old. And, uh, we were out at our farm and we were cutting trees down and cutting firewood. We had cut one tree down and a couple of men, uh, a man that was preaching for my daddy and, and my brother-in-law's dad was cutting the tree up. As it laid on the ground, we uh, another man was cutting a tree down uh, that was supposed to fall in the totally opposite direction. He had it notched. It was going downhill. But something happened when he cut that tree and the tree twisted. I can still see this happen in slow motion in my mind. When I think of it, the tree twisted around and it fell directly across that man that was there preaching for my daddy hit him across the back and uh, it actually it took his life he did not die instantly but he died that night in the hospital my brother-in-law and another man it was a large oak tree that they had cut down before we could all i was splitting wood with the splitter and uh, before we could all converge on the the scene the place where the accident was where the man was laying my brother-in-law and another man had picked the tree up off of this man and moved the tree uh, probably about six feet away. And uh, I can remember going back uh, a couple of weeks later and we were talking about what was done and five or six guys getting around the tree and could not budge the tree because it was so large. But in the middle of a crisis situation... The adrenaline, not realizing the strength that people have, that they were able to do that. And I, I think about the, uh, the ability that God has given us. The Bible tells us in Philippians chapter number 4, it says that I can do all things. Now the catch to this is through Christ which strengtheneth me. I can do all things by the power of God. It's not in me, it's not in my ability, but it is in the power of God. Now, I've said all of that to get to the place that I want to preach about today. That I've come in this house today to tell someone in this place that you do not have to die in the trial and the situation that you're going through right now. Some people give up. Some people quit. Some people throw in the towel. Some people walk away because they have a bad day. Sometimes God allows things to happen in our life. He allows things to happen in our life to slow us down at times. 
He allows things to happen in our life to get our attention at times. Sometimes God even allows things to happen in our life to save our souls. We may think that we cannot stand it. That it's more than we can bear. But I come to remind someone in this place today that you are stronger than what you really realize that you are. You are stronger than what you really think that you are. I've seen people go through things that I could not even imagine. I have seen people face tragic situations that I... I wonder, and when they started into the trial, I said, there's no way they can make it by looking on the outside, looking in. But I've seen people that grow, that, that get a strength in the midst of a storm that it seemed like that it was impossible for them to have that strength in God. But my mind goes back to the scripture that says, I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ. See, that's a lot of people's problems that they have and they face in life. They think that they can do all things and they leave Christ out of it. God might have you in this situation for a purpose, for a reason, for uh, your benefit in life. You say, how, how can this benefit me? God can take something bad and make something good out of it. God can take plain water and create aged wine out of it. God can take nothing and make something out of it because that's the ability that God has. Amen. As Brother Dixon was saying this morning, that God didn't need any help in creation. God stepped out on the brink of nothing and created something by the Word, the spoken Word of God. And I've come to tell you today that in the midst of your trial, in the midst of your dilemma, in the midst of your situation, in the midst of your sickness, in the midst of your heartache, in the midst of your loss, God! can help you to realize that you're stronger than what you give your credit, yourself credit for being. Amen. Amen. Don't turn up the monitors. Turn up the house speakers just a little bit and leave them up for me, please. Thank you. And so here we are with Job's life. Job's life. Job was a righteous man. Job was a godly man. Job was a God-fearing man. But how many knows that Job would have preferred not to face the things that Job faced? I've heard people say, oh, woe is me. I'm being tried like Job. I don't know of a person in the world that's ever been tried like Job. In a matter of moments, he lost everything that he had. He went from very wealthy to very poor, from a very large family to just him and his wife. 
That's a blow. That is tragic. That is heartache. Amen. But you know what God said? God told the devil, he said, have you considered my servant Job? God, if you would say it like this, I know this is kind of cruel, but God set Job up for tragedy when he says, have you considered my servant Job? But God knew that Job had a strength within him that Job didn't even realize was there. That Job, in the midst of tragedy, in the midst of the storm, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of loss, he was able to say, Though God slay me. Anybody know what else he said? Though God slay me, yet will I trust Him. Amen. I come to tell you today, don't think that God's got it in for you. Don't think that God don't like you. Don't think that God is trying to destroy you. But God is trying to make something great out of you. God's trying to reveal to you and to the people around you that there is a God-given strength that only God can give, that can only be brought forth in the time of crisis in your life. Everybody would like to see God do a miracle. How many would like to see God raise somebody out of a wheelchair? How many of you want to volunteer to be the one in the wheelchair? Not me. How many want to see God heal somebody from cancer? But who wants to volunteer to be the patient? Before there is a miracle, there has to be a need. There is no place for a miracle if there is no need. But let me tell you, where there is a need, there is a God that is able to take care of every problem and every situation. Amen. Have you considered my servant Job? And God gave the devil permission to come against him, to destroy his wealth, to destroy his family, to destroy everything. And then the devil comes back and says, well, if you'll let me touch his body. And God says, go ahead. But what you don't know, devil, and what Job can't even realize That in the midst of crisis, Job is going to find a strength that you can't give and you can't take away. Amen. I come to tell somebody, don't run from church when tragedy strikes. Don't run from God when things start going wrong in your life. You need to learn how to run to God and not away from God. Don't stay home when they diagnose you with a terrible disease. Where you need to be is in the house of God. 
find a strength that you don't have in yourself. But it's a strength that comes from God that helps you through every trial, every situation, every temptation, every heartache. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've seen people that could not live for God because someone backslid. And so since they backslid, they said, well, I can't come to church anymore because my husband or my wife backslid. What you need to do is come to church and find a strength. And if you'll keep being faithful to God, God will give you a strength that you didn't know you had. And before you went into the trial, you would say, looking at the trial, you'd say, no, there's no way I could stand that. But somewhere in the midst of the trial, amen, just like Peter, when he got out, he said, hey, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come. And he stood and he started walking on water. But when he started looking at the waves, he said, I can't walk on water. Amen. But what he did not realize, as long as I keep my eyes on Jesus Christ, everything is going to be all right. Amen. Amen. Everything is going to be all right as long as I keep my eyes on Him. Hallelujah. I can do all things. I can do all things. God makes us strong. First John chapter 4 and verse number 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Joshua made strong by the Spirit of God. Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse number 9 says, And Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of the spirit of wisdom. Amen. That's the power and the glory of God. And Moses laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and he did as the Lord commanded Moses. Amen. You know what? What gave him the ability to lead the children of Israel in their conquest of the promised land? It was not because of who he was or what he was. It was because of the anointing and the power and the glory of God. Amen. What Joshua was fretting over when he was praying and talking to God, not knowing what to do. God says there's a strength in you, Joshua. You don't know anything about. But when when the power of God collides with the strength that you have, God's going to give you the ability to lead the charge to conquer the promised land. Amen. I come to tell somebody today that whatever you're going through cannot destroy you and will not destroy you. You've got to keep your hand in the hand of God. Amen. Samson. What made Samson strong? I don't believe because he was a Hercules looking type of guy. I don't believe that Samson looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't believe that he looked like Hercules. 
Samson was an ordinary man. Nothing stuck out because, because other than his hair, but because they could not figure out, the Philistines could not figure out where his strength was coming from. If he was a muscle-bound man and his arms was about that big around, they would have figured it out. Hey, the guy's just bigger than all of us. Amen. But he was a normal type guy. But you know what the difference was? The Bible says in Judges chapter 13 and verse 25, the Spirit and the Spirit of the Lord began to move on him at times. The Spirit of God... That's the key to our success of being stronger than what we ever thought we could be. It's the Spirit of God that moves on us and strengthens us and gives us the power to be an overcomer. Amen. How many times have you ever heard people say, Oh, I like that church, but I could never live that way. Oh, I like what I feel, but I could never live that way. I like going to church there, but oh, I couldn't live that way. You know why? Because they're thinking through their natural mind. You can't with your own ability. You don't know how to do it in your own self. But I want to tell you today, the way that you do it is the Spirit of God moves on you. And it changes who you are to what God wants you to be and who God has created you to be. That's the way that you live like you live. Amen. I read a text talking about Gideon. Gideon, the Bible declares him the very first, first words that we have about Gideon is in Judges chapter 6. The angel of the Lord appearing unto him. And the first thing that the angel of the Lord said unto him, Thou mighty man of valor. Thou mighty man of valor. Now let's go back before it brings up Gideon and let's look at what the children of Israel were doing. The children of Israel were hiding from the Midianites. And the Bible says in Judges chapter 6 and verse number 2, it says, And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. That means that they overtook them and they prevailed against them. And because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them dens which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. This is what the children of Israel were doing. They were hiding from the Midianites. They were scared. The Midianites have come in and were possessing and taking their land. They would plant a crop and the Midianites would harvest it. They would water. The Midianites would steal it. How many in this place today is tired and sick and tired of the devil stealing what is rightfully yours. Can I tell you today that your finances does not belong to the devil. Amen. You need to realize that there's a God-given strength and a God-given plan that God is wanting to bless you. That God 
God is wanting that you would increase. That God is wanting you to be in good health. Your health does not belong to the devil. You need to come out of your cave and fight for what is rightfully yours. Amen. Amen. Don't ever claim a sickness. Well, my, my such and such. My ingrown toenail. No, you can claim it if you want to. I don't want one. You say, oh, that's something little unless you have it. Amen. It's my, my sickness. No, it's not your sickness. Curse it and send it back to the devil from which it came. Oh, that's kind of weak. That's the reason why you you walk around, oh, woe is me, woe is me. Get out of the sad dumps and the dungeon and the holes that you have dug for yourself to hide from the enemy. God never called His people to be scared and to be afraid of the devil. Amen. It's time to come out and realize there's something in me. I've got a power. I've got a spirit that the devil did not give and the devil don't understand. But it's a power of God working in me. Amen. You're stronger than what you think you are. So here, the children of Israel are hiding in dens that they have made. They're hiding in the mountains and in caves, building strongholds, saying, okay, don't come any further. But when they come and take that, they back up a little bit. Okay, don't cross that line. And when they come to get that line, well, let me let me draw another. Don't cross that line. And they keep backing up until their back is against the wall. And there's nowhere to go. And we find that the Scripture says that Gideon was threshing wheat by the wine press. Not because that was a normal place to thresh wheat. Not because it was the best place to thresh wheat. He was trying to hide from the Midianites. He had went out and he was stealing of his own wheat. He planted it. He watered it. But the devil had claimed it. Oh, praise God. I think I'm going to preach a little while now. Amen. Some of you have prayed prayers. Some of you have fasted meals. Some of you have worked hard. Amen. To see your family saved. And the devil has come and said, no, they don't belong to you. They don't belong to the church. They belong to me. Amen. It's time for you to realize there is a strength in you that you need to bow up in the devil's face. Amen. Quit rolling over for the devil and saying, okay, I'll give you this. Just don't come any further. No, 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 devil. You don't belong here. You can't have what's mine. It don't belong to you, devil. It belongs to me. It's my increase. It's my inheritance. God gave it to me. I wish I could make some of you mad at the devil today. 
Don't get mad at the preacher. Get mad at the devil. Amen. Get, get fighting mad at the devil. Amen. Get backbone, bristled up hair on the back of your neck, mad at the devil. I'm tired of the devil stealing what is rightfully mine. I'm tired of the devil drawing a line and saying, don't come any further. Amen. God's got something for you today. God's got victory for you today. God's got healing for you today. God's got revival for you today. God's got deliverance for you today. Mighty man of valor. A mighty man hiding behind a wine press. Taking what is his. Amen. You know what the devil will intimidate you? The devil will, will back you in the corner. The devil will make you feel intimidated at a restaurant praying over your food. The devil will make you feel intimidated going into your home and getting your kids around and praying with them in the house. The devil will intimidate you about lifting your hands in church and worshiping and praising God. The devil will intimidate you about being in the prayer room, walking around screaming, God, move tonight. God, break some chains tonight. The devil will intimidate you about everything that you try to do for God. But you need to serve the devil. Notice today, he's a liar. I can do what I want to in the house of God. God is my Savior. He loves me. He's here to help me. He's here to strengthen me. Praise God. Mighty man of valor. I see some mighty women and mighty men of valor in the house today. That you've been listening to the adversary of your soul. Amen. That you've been listening to the devil tell you what you can't be and what you can't do. That your trial and your struggle is going to destroy you. That this sickness is going to take you out. Amen. But I want to tell you today, it's time to defy the devil, the adversary, and say, oh, no, no, devil. Life may not be going like I want it to go, but God's going to turn the situation around. There's a power within me. I feel something bubbling in my soul. I feel something churning in my spirit. I feel victory about to break loose. I feel the Holy Ghost about to happen. Devil, you can't have my family. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. You mighty man of valor. You mighty men of valor. God sees things in us that we don't even see in ourselves. Amen. Judges 6 and 12 says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee. If the Lord be with us, why in the world are we going through this? That's the, that's the age old question. That's the same thing that Gideon said. Why has the enemy come in and destroyed? Now, now some things are brought on by our rebellion and our sin. I hate to kill a good spirit, but that's just the truth. 
some things are brought on because there is a test or just a trial. Because life is life. Sometimes things happen just because it's life. People are born and people die. It's called life. It's just the process of life. You can't, you can't, you can't allow the devil to tell you if God loved you, he wouldn't take a loved one. But God loves you so much that He'll give you strength in the time of heartache, in the time of grief, in the time of loss, in the time of trouble, and help you go through things that you never thought and never dreamed that you would be able to go through. The children of Israel had sinned against God. That's the reason why Midian was taken over them. But God found a mighty man. A mighty man that did not know that he was a mighty man. Now, I'm trying to hurry to a close. I know I've been up here a while. But anyway, I'm trying to hurry to a close. If y'all give me just a few more minutes. The Lord appeared, said, mighty man of valor. Gideon, what he was saying to him, you're stronger than what you think you are. I see something hiding behind that wine press. I see something in you in 14, 6 and 14, Judges. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? His first thought was, Wherewith? Shall I save Israel? God, our family is the least of Israel. And I am the least of my family. How can I do it? Some of you today are struggling with the question, how can I do it? There's a strength in you that's not really you. It's the power of God. That dwells on the inside of you. This is the key. In verse number 16. And the Lord said unto him. Surely I will be with thee. And thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. This is the key. Surely I will be with thee. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. As long as God is with me, I can make it. As long as God is with me, I can do it. As long as God is with me, I can make it through the struggle. As long as God is with me, there is a strength that I cannot explain, but it's a power of God working through me. Somebody ought to shout and give God praise right now. Romans 8 and 31 says, What shall we then say to these things? I want everyone in here today to speak to your trial. Right now. How many is going through something right now?
Anybody going through something right now? All right, you don't have to speak it out loud, but I want you to verbally say it. You don't have to say it where other people can see see or hear you say it. If you had to hide your head and say it, I want you to speak to your trial right now. Amen. The Bible says, what shall we then say to these things? Are you ready? If God be for us, who can be against us? I want to tell you what to say to your trial, what to say to your sickness, what to say to your problem, what to say to the devil attacking your family, what to say to the devil attacking your finances. Amen. If God be for me, who's going to stand against me? There's nothing can stand in the presence of God. There's nothing that can glory in the presence of God. If He's for me, who can be against me? The devil can't whip me. Amen. You can't hurt me. Because God God is for me. If we all stand, I'm getting ready to close. I'm closing with this. What some of you have today is the bail mentality. You've been pushed in the corner by the devil. The devil, buddy, has pushed you up against the wall and you think, buddy, the little old dog can whip you. You think the devil can handle you. You're scared to talk. You're scared to open your mouth. You're scared to claim victory. You're scared to shout. You're scared to give God praise. Amen. You're scared to praise God in advance for what God is about to do. Amen. But somebody needs to wake up and realize, hey, I can eat you up, devil, in one bite. Amen. Because I'm bigger. Because I'm stronger. Because my God is powerful. Because there is a strength within me that you can't see devil. Amen. But I'm feeling my power come back. I'm feeling my strength come back. Amen. Somebody needs to shake themselves. Shake the adversary off. Throw the snake back into the fire and say, hey devil, I serve you notice. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm coming out blessed. I'm coming out better. I'm coming out stronger. I'm coming out with victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I have preached. I've tried my best to give to you what the Lord has laid on my heart for you. But your response is going to determine what you get from God and what you get out of this message this morning. God sent me with the message to tell everyone in this house you're stronger than what you really realize. There's more of God in you than what you can even imagine. God wants to work for you more than you've ever thought that God wanted to work for you in your life. That God wants to pick you up and draw you closer than you've ever thought that God wanted to draw you. That God wants to give your family victory, health, and strength. Amen. But it's up to you to say, hey, okay, devil, the fight is on. Okay, devil, I come against you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Goliath looked awful big today. 
David. Amen. But he said, I, you come to me with a spear and a sword, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts of Israel. Amen. The devil is no match. The devil is no match. The devil is no match for your God. Why don't somebody just go ahead and claim it in Jesus' name right now? Why don't somebody shout like it's happened? Why don't somebody go ahead and get your praise on? Why don't somebody go ahead and give God glory and praise for what God is about to do in your life? Hallelujah! 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 If you need deliverance, today's the day. If you need the Holy Ghost, right now's the time. If you need healing, right now's the time. Woo! A lot of you come up for prayer a while ago. A lot of you come up from prayer. I don't know what all your needs was, but I know some needed healing. Amen. If you need healing, right now is your time to get a miracle. If you're dealing with the situation right now, is the time to get deliverance. But your response is going to determine what you get from God right now. If you need it, I'd get out. I'd get. I wouldn't stand. You see, you've listened to the devil. Listen. Look. Look at all you women. Look at all you women standing right here. All you standing right here. There is. An invisible line that the devil has drawn for some of you that says you can only go so far. That's as close as you can get. There's some of you men that the devil says, oh, you can only go to about that front bench. You can't come on out further like this. Amen. You say, what difference does it make? I want to tell you what difference it makes. It's what the devil is doing to your mind and to your spirit. Amen. If it takes stepping across the invisible line and saying, devil, look here. Amen. Look here, devil. I'm, I'm stepping across the line. I'm doing something different. I got my mind made up. I feel a strength in me. I feel something happening in me that you can't stop, devil. You can't destroy, devil. You you can't hold me back. I come for my victory. I come for my deliverance. I come for my help. Now the question to you. Do you want to step across the line? Wherever your line is. Wherever Everybody has a line. But wherever your line is right now, why don't you step across that line and say, Devil, you're the biggest, ugliest, snaggletooth liar I've ever seen. And I serve you notice today, Devil. I'm coming after my victory. I'm coming after my joy. I'm coming after my power. I'm coming after my deliverance. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. There's something in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Men, find somebody and pray with. Put your arm around somebody. Come on, ladies. Join up with somebody right now. You see these that stepped across the line. Come on. Pray, pray, pray. Pray. Push. Come on. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost deliverance. Greater, greater, greater is He in me. I'm singing. 
I'm shouting, I'm happy and I'm free. I'm a soldier in Hallelujah. an army that never has no defeat. Hallelujah. Greater, in Jesus' name. Greater, in Jesus' name. Me, I believe you right greater, now, God. Greater, Do the work right now. 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 Holy Ghost power. Holy Ghost power right now, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Come on, believe God right now. Come on, go ahead and give God praise. Give God glory. Give God glory in this house. I'm happy and I'm free. I'm a soldier in an army that never has no defeat. Greater, greater, greater is He in me. I'm singing greater. Greater, oh greater is He in me. I'm singing, I'm shouting, I'm happy and I'm free. I'm a soldier in an army that never has no defeat. Greater, greater, greater is He in me. Greater, greater, oh greater is He in me. I'm singing, I'm shouting, I'm happy and I'm free. I'm a soldier in an army that never has no defeat. Greater, greater, greater is he in me. I took the challenge when I said that I would stand. I knew it wouldn't be an easy thing because I messed up Satan's plan. God gives me daily strength to stand in victory. All the powers of hell may come my way. Greater is he in me. I'm singing greater. Greater, oh greater is he in me. I'm singing, I'm shouting, I'm happy and I'm free. I'm a soldier in an army that never has no defeat. Greater, greater, greater is he in me. Greater. Greater, oh greater is He in me. I'm singing, I'm shouting, I'm happy and I'm free. I'm a soldier in an army that never has no defeat. Greater, greater, greater is He in me. took the challenge when I said that I would stand. I knew it wouldn't be an easy thing because I messed up Satan's plan. God gives me daily strength to stand in victory. Believe you, Lord. I believe you, Lord. Come on, if you believe him, praise him right now. Greater is he that's in me. Greater is he that's in me. The devil's no match for my God. I'm a soldier in an army that never has no Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Holy Ghost touch right now, God. Do a work right now, God. I know that you're a miracle worker. I know you can. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. 